0: Okay, guys, I know y'all tuned in to another episode today of Hot Takes with TP3. Before we get things started... Um, we got a quick word from our sponsors. The first sponsor of today's episode is Prize Picks. I don't know if you all are familiar or not with Prize platform and how it works. If you download the app and you use promo code TP3BETS, you will receive a hundred percent instant match deposit of up to a hundred dollars. So you deposit a hundred dollars, you get a hundred back. Let's say you deposit fifty, you get fifty back, and so on and so forth. Um, how it works, guys: you pick two to six players, and if they'll go over or under their projections more or less, um, you get up to twenty-five percent or twenty-five times. Money on that. Let's say tonight you want to pick Luka Doncic to go over 28 and a half points, LeBron over seven and a half rebounds, Dalvin Cook over 86 and a half rush yards. And let's say you want to go with Jameis Winston under 205 pass yards, something or other like that, guys. It offers a ton of sports. That means you can have NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football. The list goes on and on and on. They even have tennis, NASCAR anything you could possibly want it is on there i promise guys prize picks is available in your state download the app to check and make sure it's in your state once again use code tp3bets it takes about 60 seconds to pick everything and deposit it's easy withdraw easy deposit once again use code tp3bets if you want to sign up for prize picks Guys, our second sponsor for today's podcast is Alloy Sports. Look, I know a lot of y'all have listened to our podcast for a long time, but y'all are probably wondering by now where I get my stats and trends from. Well, if you want to build winning systems and use trends and stats like I do, download the Alloy Sports app. The the link is in my bio on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at TP3Bets. Go click on it, download it, guys. I promise, guys, it will help you guys bet like a pro. If y'all want to use the same trends and everything I do, download it now. Alloy Sports, once again, that's A-L-L-O-Y. S-P-O-R-T-S, Alloy Sports. Y'all go download it and give them a listen. One. How's it going today, guys? We're back here live in the studio for an episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today, it's Thursday. Ben, this is our first podcast of December 2022. Me and Ben are back here once again. Ben, you ready to talk about conference championships and NFL Week 13 for the people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Champ Week, uh NFL Week what? I think week 12, I think for the NFL. 13. Um oh wow.
0: Yeah, NFL. man. Time by how time is flying by. I mean, I remember when me and Ben were doing the uh the conference previews. I remember when we were doing the Week 1 podcast. I mean, man, I hate it. I mean, Ben, real quick, what was your favorite memory of the season so far? Oh, put you on the spot, um, man, but
1: college football's a little tough because my team is didn't play up to their standards of yeah. uh, of, of what we expected. Alabama, um, honestly, the the NFL like my fa- there's two favorite parts. One, I'm very proud of the Falcons. Um, I'm like very proud to say that I'm a fan of the Atlanta Falcons. They compete very hard. Their season is kind of crumbling these last couple weeks, but uh, they're still competing very hard. The other part is I like how wide open football seems to be. Yeah, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you a Super Bowl matchup that I have a lot of confidence in.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a fun season so far. Honestly, I think that both college and NFL, you know, we've seen a lot more parity than we've seen in the past, rather than just these juggernaut teams beating the shit out of each other. So I think that's been a lot more fun. But honestly, it's been a fun year for me. You know, both my Falcons, and my Falcons are still competitive, and my Florida State Seminoles had a competitive season. So it's been a good season from that. I will say, my favorite memory of the season, I don't know if it's a favorite or least favorite memory, but. Definitely would be the North Carolina. All the, I'm going all the way back, been to Week One, the North Carolina Appalachian State game. Just oh gosh. The excruciating pain of having App State plus one and a half in that game. You know, once they didn't get the first two point conversion, I was like, oh, we're good. They take the kickback, we go down and score again. I was like, N- maybe we'll get it. Nope. Did you see so, yeah, the news you know, on?
1: Did you see the news that the Rose Bowl got out of the way for the 12 team expansion?
0: Really? So they're still going to keep the bowl game itself. It
1: it just won't. Um... Yeah,
0: basically the Rose Bowl was like the
1: last one that voted and, and they still wanted to mean everything. And so um, we're still playing at the Rose Bowl, but it's it's a little de- they had to like approve it for us to finally get to 12 teams. I think it's great for college football. Um, you okay, know, I, I, I've complained in the past about like, well, we can't find four good – we can't get two good games in the semifinals now. Why are we going to add, uh, you know, multiple more? It also gives you the chance at an upset. You know, obviously my team is most likely going to be favored in every playoff game that they play in that first round. Yeah. Um. So it's not great for, for Alabama. I don't want to see an upset, but if you're that good, you shouldn't lose to someone inferior of you. So I think it is good news for college football.
0: Absolutely. Ben, it's going to be awesome. Well, in honor of that topic, let's get down to it, guys. We're going to start things out in college football championship week. Ben, let's start things off on Friday night. We got, I mean, technically we have Buffalo versus Akron playing at one o'clock in a little MAC action. I got, I know Ben doesn't have anything. Ben, do you have anything on that game? No. Yeah, I got nothing on that game. Let's not even waste our breath on it, Ben. Co- uh, the Conference USA title game, anything there?
1: Uh no. I stayed off Conference USA this year. I
0: okay. lead, I
1: did lean Ohio in the MAC, but I'm I'm not playing it.
0: Okay. So guys, I actually do have a championship uh, pick for, for conference USA championship. um, North Texas is going to be playing at UTSA in this game. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm actually going to back North Texas in this game. Plus eight and a half Um, Frankie Harris, the quarterback for um, UTSA. He got a little banged up last week. He was able to finish the game, but he did hurt his ankle. Um, On top of that, I got some trends for y'all. Y'all know I'm all about my trends. Unranked dogs. Um. Again, conference title games. These teams are 14 and six against the spread, and they've been covering by an average margin of 10.58 points per game. So you take that and now it's underdogs on top of that who have not covered multiple games. Those teams are 19 and four against the spread covering by an average margin of 10.93 points per game. And also on top of that, teams seeking revenge, the trend's about 50-50, but these teams have improved their win margin by the second game by 7.9 points per game. North Texas lost by four earlier this season at UTSA. I got the mean green keeping this one tight. Um, I, d- I did not see you go in Conference USA, ref. <laughs> hey, man, I bet on it last year. Why not keep the tradition running? Um, ben, anything from you on the Pac-12 championship game?
1: Um, Nothing in the pac 12
0: Okay, so I actually don't have a pick either in the Pac-12 championship game. That's Utah versus USC. Yeah, let's talk about it real quick. So I will say this, guys. I do have a bunch of prize picks lineups. I'm going to put on my Twitter and Instagram at TP3Bets for y'all tomorrow. I'll probably drop them in my video I make as well tomorrow. But honestly, in this game, guys, the public's all over USC. I mean, Utah plays much better football when they're at home rather than when they're on the road. I still think I like Utah in this game. I just don't really have the balls to play it. I've seen a lot of sharp money, too, on the under. I don't have the balls to play that either in a game that I think is going to be a shootout. I just think in this game, you know, it feels like everything's set up perfectly, you know, for USC to come in here and win this game. Cam Rising really hadn't played as well either since he missed that game against Washington State with the injury. But just with the way everything plays out in college football and all the parity and whatnot, I mean, you got to think Utah is going to come in here and pull the upset because this feels like the perfect scenario where we have four teams in. Why not let them mess it up and let this Ohio State and Alabama debate start? I mean, I know Ben's rooting for the upset big time.
1: Oh, my my team's
0: done, brother. I'm glad you recognize that at least.
1: Yeah, it's Ohio State got the fifth spot. I mean, it is it is what it is. That...
0: Um. So what's, what's your thoughts on this game? Uh, I
1: mean, so 43 42, Utah won in Utah before. Cam Rising, Cam Rising played out of his mind. Um, can he do it again? I, mean, I think he can have a really good game again. I mean, this USC defense is, is nothing great by any means. The Utah defense isn't even as good as it usually is. Yep. The problem with Utah is it's the same thing with my Oregon State Beavers. They're one of the best teams at home. Mm hmm and and on neutral well, I don't you, neutral sites you don't have the you, the sample size is much smaller but on the road Utah's been pretty bad and I think talent wise I think USC definitely wins in that department um you know from their transfer portal and everything mm-hmm. I definitely think Utah can win the game um I mean the over is just really high I would hate to just give out like an over 66 play but I I I would lean Utah, but I would never get to the window on it. Um, I think either Utah wins or keeps it close. More of a percentage of that happening than USC in a blowout win. So I would lean Utah, but I I would not advise to take that because of my advice.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. I might tuck myself in on Utah tomorrow. I like the upset. Um, let's go though to Saturday, Ben. We got quite a big slate on Saturday. Um, neither of us have anything in the Mac championship game. Thank God. We don't have to talk about that. Um, we'll start. I don't have anything. Yeah. We don't have anything for the Mac. Do you have anything in the, um, Sunbelt? No, nothing in the Sun Belt either. Perfect. So we don't have to talk about those. Also the wait the, um, Mountain West, do you have anything in that?
1: I do. That's oh, where, okay. that is where we, that is where we find Mr. Gorowitz. Um, oh. Boise State minus 3 is what I'm going with. Um Boise State is 5 and 1 straight up at home this season. Um and then they're 4 and 2 um covering the spread at home this season. They're much better at home. They blew out this team uh Fresno State earlier in the season. I know that it's tough to beat a team twice and uh the quarterback for Fresno State who actually does have uh um, NFL interest, Jake Hayner, you probably, yep. I'm sure you've, yeah, I'm sure you've seen him. For play. sure. Um, he's actually back, so he'll be playing this game. I, there's some crazy stats on Boise State. So Boise State possesses a top 10 defense in the country. They allow 4.7 yards per play. You want to know what Georgia averages? More than that? 4.5. So their defense is not really much worse than Georgia's. Um, I think, I mean, like, Boise State runs the football. They play defense. It's also at a home game. The Mountain West Conference does – they don't do neutral sites. It's not a big enough conference. So they do home and away. Boise State's home. So Boise State's the better rushing team versus Fresno's run defense. they got a great defense at home, and they're 4-2 covering at home. I'm going to like Boise State minus three on the blue
0: turf. Couldn't talk you off that one. I would probably lean Fresno just because Jake Hainer being back. But like I said, I couldn't go do anything with this game, so I'm not betting on it. Um, last one before we get into the big ones, Ben. Um, the uh, AAC title game, the American Athletic Conference, 22 UCF versus number 18 Tulane. This is basically a in game to get a I play in it a was... Oh, yeah, you UC... said UCF. Yeah, I UCF know. for I Tulane. Now I you're think good. It's Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, you do anything with this game? I'm not. Um,
1: I feel like UC, UCF can definitely keep this close. I haven't paid attention, much attention, after UCF lost. Uh, they just lost a big game recently. Then they kind of snuck back into um, – who'd they? Maybe – I don't know. They beat Cincinnati. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just kind of like lost radar of UCF, I guess. Um I don't know if they have big injuries. I would say if John Reese Plumley's is playing, if they have their starting receivers playing, um, I would probably lean towards UCF. Malzahn has a decent amount of championship experience. Um, Tulane's having a great year. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if it's like a Cinderella year. I think I think John Reese Plumley's got a lot of experience. Um, obviously playing some at Ole Miss and playing this entire season as a starter. Malzahn a championship game as a dog. I feel like I'd lean Malzahn.
0: So, um, from what I've heard, Plumlee, who has been limited in practice and has an injury, so it's likely that he's not going to be that effective as a runner. He's not that good of a passer. Um, lane has a damn him, good then. defense. Yeah, I would take – I am probably would lean lane minus the four at home. I don't have too much on this game, so I'm not going to take a bunch of time on it. Ben, let's get into the meat of the card, man. Let's get to the real games. Kicking off at 12 o'clock right after Team USA finishes up their match with the Netherlands. Number 10 Kansas State takes on TCU. Um, this game will be played in ATT Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys. The spread on this game is minus two and a half in favor of TCU. The over-under set at 62. Ben, what is your play in this game?
1: Yeah. Um, I made a a speech that might win an award um about a week ago now. Yep. I would be a fraud if I switch sides on that. Okay. I told you. You laughed in my face. I told you TCU is winning the national championship this year. I didn't tell you if I was serious or not, but I thought I said it out loud. <laughs> TCU money line is the play. I don't need, I don't care how much they win by. I just need to do what they've been doing all season long. Um, this is a hell of a matchup though. This is like legit one of the best uh, best games mm-hmm. we have of the day for conference championship week. So I'm sticking with it. I believe in the boys, uh, TCU money line. Also, I, they got some, someone back. Um, In terms of depth on offense this week, their coach Sonny Dykes had said, uh, we have a full roster on offense this week. I think Kansas State's a great team. I think they possess a great chance to play spoiler this weekend. We don't, I'm saying that because we don't know if TCU will be in with one loss or not. Uh, But TCU money is
0: my pick. Yeah, Ben, we can debate that on another show uh, what we think should happen. I think TCU will still get in, but they should. I'm going to have to fight you on this one, Ben. I'm going Kansas State in this game, plus the two and a half. Hey, we can both win. I honestly hope we both win. I hope TCU wins this game by one.
1: In TCU fashion, we will both win.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I would love for things to play out that way. Look, last time these teams play, Adrian Martinez gets knocked out. Will Howard comes in, thrown into the fire. Did not play that well. Ended up blowing a huge lead. I just think this Kansas State defense is the better unit on the field. On top of that, the fact that they got up so big and then blew the lead, I think Kansas State's not going to come in scared. This is a reason why that these are the two best teams in the conference. I think both these teams are battle-tested and have, have a lot of good wins and have played a lot of good games this season. I think this Kansas State team is very talented. I think they're going to come in here and get it done. Also, too, public is all over TCU, so baiting them here on this game. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate – i I don't hate the – kansas state side to be honest with you um against kansas i was telling everyone for like two to three minutes why everyone should take kansas state to cover in that game like mm-hmm. kansas state with will howard i gave that receiver stat uh they've had a receiver go over 100 yards in every game he's played with will howard this season uh deuce fawn is an absolute stud i just think tcu has something I, they like They're battle-tested, I guess, is what I love most about them. So they're down in the fourth quarter. I don't think they're getting nervous at all.
0: Max Duggan comes through. Yeah, Max Duggan does have that edginess about him. Um, next game up here, we're going to go to the 4 p.m. kickoff over on CBS. We have number 14 LSU taking on number one Georgia, playing in me and Ben's backyard in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, UGA is a 17 and a half point favorite in this game. The total in this game is set at 52. I'm gonna attack the total in this one. I do lean LSU plus the 18, but give me the over, guys. LSU still averaging thirty-two point five points per game. UGA is top fifteen in the nation in scoring. This game is going to be played indoors, so I expect it to be a fast track. The over in the SEC championship game has gone 12 and one the last seventeen games. I just think at the end of the day, both these teams are going to give it all they got. Both teams have running quarterbacks. I expect these quarterbacks to do a lot with their legs. It just feels like SEC fashion. This game is going to be tight. I mean, Georgia realistically, Georgia has not played that many of the top. The best team they played in the SEC was Tennessee. That game was at home in the rain. I felt like that gave them an advantage. If they were playing Tennessee indoors, I think it'd be a completely different game, just like how I think this one will be. I don't think LSU has a chance to win this game outright. I think Georgia wins by 10. And I think the final score of this game is going to be like 38-30, to maybe like 38-28, something like that. I I just think that this total, I think this game ends in the 60s, so I think the total is way off.
1: If Daniels is not playing, which I would be shocked, but he is in a walking boot. If he doesn't play, I'm gonna take Georgia first half. Um if Daniels does play, I'm not gonna take anything in this game. Um, I I would lean Georgia with the points, to be honest with you. Um I think their game plan is going to be they want to get to an early lead. I think it's going to be pretty mm-hmm. similar to Michigan. I'll talk about Michigan when we get to that game. I think they want to get out to an early lead. Then Georgia just – they suffocate teams. Yeah. Like, it, it's, not one of this, it's not one of those schools where they're up, let's just say, 24-0 and they're like, ah, 24-7 not that bad. We'll get the ball back and score. No. Once you get past, like, the first quarter, if you get to halftime and you haven't scored on Georgia – they want to absolutely suffocate the life out of your offense. Um, so that's why I believe Georgia with the points. I'm not taking anything in this game unless uh, Daniels plays, because I think if he plays, he's not a hundred percent. I think his legs won't be uh, very much into it. And I'm just going to take the first half of Georgia.
0: ESPN did predict there. ESPN did report yesterday. LSU uh, QB Jaden Daniels will play in the SEC championship game. So he's going to at least give it a shot. Um Let's keep things moving, though, Ben. Now we got the night slate where we have double championship games. We have both the ACC and we have the Big Ten as well. Um, let's start things out, though, with the Big Ten championship. We have Purdue taking on, who not a lot of us predicted here, the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan, obviously, a 17-point, 16-and-a-half-point favorite. I've seen it been playing ping-pong between that number all, all week long. Total in this game set at 52. Ben, what are you doing here and why?
1: Uh, Also breaking news today, Blake Corum is having knee surgery so he's out yep. for the season for michigan um i'm taking the under 52 two pretty good defenses uh, purdue's not great against the run but an overall pretty decent defense uh with blake quorum being out michigan runs both of their running backs a lot so i think there's more workload on edwards and then their third strike i believe is a true freshman um I think Michigan, like I just said about Georgia, I think Michigan wants to get out to an early lead and then just kind of put it on cruise control, no further injuries after this game um, or, you know, moving forward they don't need. I just think it's going to be keep the chains moving kind of offense, you know what I mean? Get it to yep. the third, third and three area, throw a little slant and out route, move the chain, clock just, you know, long drives for Michigan, I think is what's going to happen once they have a lead in this game. Um in Michigan's defense. Uh, they're going to get after Purdue's quarterback here, here now. If they don't, if, my under is going to be in trouble. Because Purdue can really sling the rock all over the yard. Um but I believe they will. And um Purdue's offense is just a little like uh it's it's a good offense, but it doesn't always result in a ton of points week by week which you kind of think it would. Mm-hmm. Um we saw this last year. Not the same, but Iowa cuz Iowa's an offense is not the same as Purdue, but I think the last year the final score was like forty two to three or forty five to three. Michigan just thumped a team that they were much better than. Yeah. So I, I think I think uh Michigan wins pretty comfortably, but under is my play, under fifty two.
0: Okay, I think Michigan is going to absolutely beat the brakes off them. Look, Purdue can't really run the ball, and their running back got banged up last week. I actually watched a decent bit of them play Indiana. I'm laying the 16-and-a-half with them. I don't know if I just stated that I was laying the 16-and-a-half with Michigan. But I just don't think this is the type of game Purdue can hang around in. Purdue didn't play Ohio State or Michigan in the regular season. They did play Penn State, and that was a close game. That was on opening night. But the thing is, I think Michigan's going to come out ready for them to throw the ball a ton with O'Connell. Not only do I think there's going to be turnovers, but on top of that – I just think that Michigan's defense is going to try to force them to run the ball, which they can't do. And I think Purdue's going to be punting the ball to them a lot. Michigan's going to get up on them, and they're just going to grind this defense down throughout the game. I honestly don't think Michigan's going to have a problem in this game. I have this game 45-17. to 17. I think Purdue might punch one or two in in garbage time, but I think it's just going to be an absolute ass-whooping. I mean, we kind of saw the same thing last year where Michigan's completely outclassed Iowa. I think this Michigan offense can get whatever it wants. I like Michigan to win this game in a blowout. Um, last game of the night, ACC championship game. Um, nothing really huge on the line except for bragging rights at this point. Number nine, Clemson's going to take on North Carolina. This is going to be in bank of America stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, North Carolina is currently a seven and a half point dog in this game. The total in this game is at 63 and a half. I'm going to go to the total in this game. Ben, it's a North Carolina game. Let's take the over Clemson's defense has not been that great this year. Drake may is going to scramble around, run around North Carolina. Let's put it this way. I'm not worried about North Carolina getting theirs in this game to hit the hit the over in this game. And it's North Carolina's defense, and I mean, we saw what DJ did to Wake Forest. so I think that's the closest defense he's played. I expect this game to play a lot like the North Carolina and uh, Wake Forest game did. This total should be in the 70s, in my opinion. I think this game goes in the 80s. Honestly, I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. I think that DJ is going to save his career. Is going to stick around at Clemson after this game's over, and people are going to think he's a decent quarterback, silly, because of what he does against this terrible defense. I mean, this defense is awful. They made NC State's fourth string quarterback. The NC State's fourth string quarterback threw up 30 on him last week. I mean, I honestly think that North Carolina is going to cover the seven and a half, but I'm taking the over in this game. I think there's going to be a lot of points.
1: I'm not taking anything this game, but I would lean. I would uh, lean the over as well. North Carolina's defense is so bad. That was that was from observation number one this year.
0: Yeah, North Carolina's defense is horrible. Um, kind of funny how everything's brought us back to that bin. Time to cash one more time on that. But guys, that is all we have for our conference championship weekend. Um,
1: I'll recap. I'll recap it real quick before we go to the NFL. Um, Boy, uh, for myself, Boise State minus three, Michigan and Purdue under 52, TCU money line. Um, my leans for the games we talked about were UNC Clemson over Georgia first half. Uh, what conference championship am I forgetting about? For you? Pac 12, I said Utah. Um, those are just my leans. My only three yeah. plays are Boise State minus three, Michigan and Purdue under 52 and TCU money line. Thomas's college picks are North Texas plus eight and a half, Michigan minus 16 and a half, Georgia LSU over 51, and well, the UNC plus seven and a half or UNC Clemson over?
0: UNC Clemson over and Kansas State plus two and a half. That's right. Yep, I've got five this week. I threw my discipline out the window and I grabbed What it was the over in could. Clemson again? 63 and a half. Yep. All right, guys, let's take things over now to the NFL portion of the show. Um, for me, I got three plays in the NFL. Ben does as well. Ben, why don't you take us away and give us your first play?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go in order this week of um, field uh, how would I, confidence rating My my last. NFL.
0: Ben, we can't hear you. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Ben is back, guys.
1: Um, I'm gonna go i am I'm gonna go to our, our game, Falcons game. Steelers at Falcons. I'm gonna go under 42. Um, Steelers defense is much better when when TJ Watt's playing. Um, I don't think the Falcons can get like the big chunk yards without I know Kyle Pitts wasn't a huge factor, but no Kyle Pitts. Steelers have a pretty good defense. I think the Falcons struggle to get chunk yards. And honestly, like I know he's been playing better, Kenny Pickett, but the offense isn't really like mowing people down for the Steelers Falcons compete hard. I'm going to go under
0: 42. I'm actually going to stay in the exact same game, Ben. And you know what? I'm going two unit max play on my Atlanta Falcons. I don't bet on the Falcons often guys, unless it's the right spot. Look Steelers. A lot of people are overrating them because of what they just saw. Um, Look, the Steelers, they're a good bet when they're an underdog. All my stats to back the Steelers last couple of weeks have been because they're an underdog. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Steelers should never be favored in Atlanta. These are not even teams in my opinion. Um on top of that, guys, the Falcons are on a 1 in 5 ATS run after starting out the season 6-0. It feels like they've regressed in the ATS long enough. It is time for the Falcons to come back to life. I just like the spot for Atlanta. I don't think Pittsburgh's defense is that great. Um I honestly don't think either of these defenses are that great, but I just think that Mariota and company are going to be able to get it done at home, and this is a win. Guys, the Falcons are still competing for something. The Steelers really got nothing to play for at this point. Give me the Falcons. Question is,
1: will it be a home game for the
0: Steelers? Probably will be, honestly. I mean, most almost every Falcons game. In that could play point- in.
1: That might be why they're favorite,
0: honestly. Unless you're playing the chargers, the Falcons are going to be outnumbered at home every single time. Then um, let, me, let me run it back on one more NFL play, and then I'll turn it over to you for your next two. Um, I'm going with another max play in the one o'clock window. Give me the Washington Commanders on the road at the G-Men minus the two and a half. First of all, there's more tickets. The Giants have over 65% of the tickets on them, yet the line opened at a pick and moved all the way to the Commanders minus two and a half. On top of that, guys, this goes back to what I've been saying about the Giants. If you just look back at the past games they've been playing, guys, Vegas is telling you the entire story on the Giants, and they've been trying to for weeks now, guys. I mean, if you just look at the Giants' last performances, it's low-key embarrassing. Money poured in on them not to cover against Dallas, and they got lucky and hopped in the back door. And that one, it closed at ten and a half after opening at seven. Um, They lost to the Lions the week before on a plus three. It was at three and a half earlier in the week. I mean, the Lions are plus three and beat them outright. The Texans, they beat the Texans at minus five. Money came in all week long on the Texans, guys, and they were fortunate as the Texans had three red zone turnovers. Seahawks destroyed them at minus three. They beat them 27 to 13 in a game that was never even competitive. And the Jags took money all week. And the and the Giants at plus three pulled that one off after ETN fumbled out of the end zone. This team has gotten lucky. Look, I'm not saying they're a bad team. Vegas is telling you the story on that. On top of that, this Washington defense is nasty. As Washington games have gone under the last seven times. Um, the, um, on top of that one, guys, here's a huge trend for you since 2013 teams playing a division game before their bye week are 48 and 17 against the spread on top of that. They're six and zero this year. The commanders have a bye week next week. Heineke's 11, two and one ATS in his last 14 starts. And he's also seven O and one in his last eight starts. Give me the commanders to win this game by double digits. Wow.
1: Add that to my card. Um, let's go. I'm going to go Broncos Ravens under 38. I know this is a low, scary number to take the under we, this is not two air force or two uh, service academies playing. It might as well be the Broncos offense. I think it's like on pace to be the worst in NFL history. There was some stat a couple weeks ago that said if the Broncos scored like X amount of points, they'd, they'd almost be undefeated. And the amount of points was like 18. Like it wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason to believe that they just somehow correct and fix everything. It's can you prove it to anyone? They haven't proved it all year. Broncos uh defense is very good though. And the Ravens have kind of been struggling on offense. Lamar was limited in practice on Wednesday um with a quad injury. So I think that might take away some of his running ability. Plus, J.K. Dobbins was activated from the IR. So I think Ooh. that is also less Lamar runs. And the reason why I bring up Lamar runs is because He's got the best chance on the field to break out for a long run that gets a touchdown. Not saying yep. JK Dobbins can't, but a lot of the time running backs don't just break one. It's hard to do that in the NFL. Um, so I'm going to take under 38 this game.
0: That's ugly and sweaty, Ben. I wish you the best of luck on that one. I can't disagree with you on it. I just can't do it. Um, ben, give us your third pick and then I'll give my final one.
1: Yeah, I love this play. Yeah. Um, Chargers are at the Las Vegas Raiders over 50 and a half. Over 50 and a half, sorry, is what I'm taking. Um, the Raiders are favored in this game, as of right now in my book. Minus one, so it's basically a pick 'em. But if you're telling me the Raiders are favored, I know that they can score points. You know I'm a strength versus weakness guy. Strength of the Raiders, the only strength that the Raiders have on offense is Josh Jacobs right now. He's running through and over and around everyone right now. The uh, LA Chargers' rush defense is among the worst in the NFL. They just get gassed against the run. It's a huge strength versus weakness. Uh, divisional game I think the Raiders can show out for. We know the Chargers can put up a lot of points. The injury report on the Chargers' side, I know Williams questionable. Keenan is playing, I believe, right? Yep. Um, okay. Well, over 50-and-a-half, uh, with or without Mike Williams. I, I like this play.
0: Ben, mm-hmm. This was my pick number four. So odds are I'll probably be on this one with you as well. Yeah, this one was a strong consideration for me. Um, Last play for me. Look, guys, there's two of the – Do you want me to add
1: that? Do you want me to add that to your card or no? No, don't add it yet.
0: I haven't decided to add it yet. But I probably will play it on my official. Um, Guys, we have two of the best matchups in the NFL all season this week. One of them is between the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Unfortunately, I do not have a bet for that, but we'll discuss that game after this. The other one, I do have a bet for you. We have the Miami yeah, Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Have you seen the trash talking on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Both it's...
0: both of these matchups. Mm-hmm. Have you seen both? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I absolutely love it. I'm back in the home team. Give me the 49ers minus the four guys. Look, this is my fade the public special here by taking the 49ers. Everybody in their mom is lining up right now to bet the Dolphins. It's at 79% of the public right now. That is insanity. On top of that, the Dolphins' defense isn't good, Ben. They have not put up good numbers against really anybody. They just haven't been playing against good offenses. You look at the last offense they've been playing, they've been playing teams like the Texans. Like, give me a break. San Francisco's finally healthy, and they're rolling. Tua is 6-7-1 and one against the spread when playing away. Jimmy G, when facing defenses that are giving up 24 or less points per game, this makes no sense, but when they're giving up 24 or less points per game, he's 28-5 and five against the spread. Good thing for him is Miami's only giving up 23.8, so they barely fit that. Top of that, Jimmy G is 12-5-1, playing in the Pacific time zone as a favorite. I'm back in the 49ers at home. I don't care that Christian McCaffrey's probably not going to play. Unleash Debo Samuel. He'll fill in perfectly fine. Give me the 49ers to get it done at home, and Kyle Shanahan, just tell Mike McDaniel, you ain't me, boy. What was the stat in the Pacific time zone? In the Pacific time zone, he's 12-5-1 against the spread as a favorite. Good God! By the way,
1: there's already rumors of my boy Jimmy G being shipped out after the season. Saints, Colts might be interested. Send him to Atlanta. Why is he being sent anywhere? You cannot confidently because they're getting Tom
0: no- Brady. Ben,
1: I'm going to whisper
0: this. I'd rather have Jimmy G.
1: <laughs>
0: pretend um, like Ben. Did. I actually don't disagree with him though.
1: Um, I I actually would rather have Tom Brady. I'm not
0: I, I I'm kidding.
1: Um, but I lost my train of thought.
0: Um, Jimmy G's beast.
1: Oh, you can't confidently anyone can't confidently say that Trey Lance can put the Niners in the same position that Jimmy G can't because we haven't seen this kid play. What if he can't make? What if he can't make big throws? Jimmy G makes big throws. So what? That Jimmy G can't run. I can't stand the jimmy g hate i'm also adding Bengals, chiefs over 53 to my card
0: i like it i definitely was that like it
1: that for you was that you for you in the nfl
0: yeah that's all i got let's talk about the Bengals chiefs though real quick obviously besides all the smack talk man what do you think about that game why are you adding that over
1: so uh it obviously sounds like jamar chase is playing i think that's a huge igniter for the offense joe mixon the last I saw, he was also playing this week. I, I haven't seen it today, but I, I think he was practicing. Um, this matchup goes over, I forget the stat, but this matchup goes over quite often than it does. I think it's a it's a game that we've seen. This is, like, to me, this is where Joe Burrow shines the most, right? The biggest stage, he's going against the the modern-day best quarterback in the league. He wants to prove that he's on that level as well. Uh, I could just see, like, uh, uh, you know, Five, six touchdowns from Mahomes and and um and uh Burrow each from this game. I think Mixon obviously will take some away, but I, I think we have a ton of pass attempts from both teams. Um it's I don't even care how good the Bengals defense is because you're just not gonna contain Kelsey and Mahomes and, and the rest. And I think the Bengals can really just score on anyone. So it's a fun game to watch. You might as well move for points.
0: Yeah, Ben, you're not wrong at all on that one. I would lean to Kansas City. Mahomes on a five-plus win streak. So he's twelve and two straight up. Um, what was the other stat I had for Mahomes? Mahomes is a favorite of three or less, meaning he could even be an underdog. He's seventeen and five against the spread. Yeah. Um, so these Mah- are the
1: games. Like these are the games where I think Burrow wants to shine and usually does. But these are the games Mahomes sh- proves to everyone that he's still the best.
0: Yeah, well, I'm gonna tell you why I can't bet against Joe Burrow burrow in his last 18 starts 15 and three against the spread and in the last two seasons he's the most profitable ats quarterback in the nfl going 22 and 10 ats i'm not bad i'm not yeah i'm in no position here where i want to get get in the opposite end instead i would rather just throw this game on my tv and focus uh, lock in on it because this is probably going to be the nfl game of the year it's going to be a hell of a card on sunday ben
1: yeah, I'll recap it real quick. My four NFL plays. Broncos at Ravens under 38. Steelers at Falcons under 42. Chargers at Raiders over 50 and a half. Chiefs, I think they're at the Bengals. Yes. Uh, over 53. And Thomas has Falcons plus one. Commanders minus two and a half. 49ers minus four.
0: Yeah, and the Falcons and and, uh, and Commanders are my two most confident bets of the entire week. I would say the Commanders is my most confident period. Um. Ben, that's all I got, man. Anything else from you before we get out of here?
1: Uh, no, I think we're good. I think we'll just sit back, enjoy the weekend, um, hope for chaos, and hope for a great Falcons win.
0: Yeah, guys, it's going to be a fun one. Um, Next week we will only have NFL podcasts unless one of us has a play for Army-Navy, but we will be back the following week with some college football bowl games and whatnot, so get ready for a lot of action, guys. Let's have a great week and enjoy the action this weekend. Peace.